0: one zero three nine, and now B one zero three nine presents Big Rapids Buzz with Bruce Borkovich and Chris Law. Brought to you by
1: the Pet Boutique on South Third Avenue in Big Rapids, Paris Creek Jewelry in Paris, Purely Clean Services in Big Rapids, Barrington Firearms and Training Center in Barrington, Nine One One Restoration serving all of West Michigan, Gilbert's Carpets plus Color Tile in South Big Rapids. As well as Benton Baker of Big Rapids and Big Rapids Realty Susan Bean in Big Rapids.
0: Along with support from the community. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and guests and are not necessarily those of Up North Radio, its staff, management, or sponsors. Good
2: morning. Hold on. We're coming. Acosta County, Isabella County, Nuego County, Osceola County, Montcalm County. I'm probably missing a two. This is Big Rapids Buzz, but we realize that this uh, show is uh, Big Rapids a,
0: New B1039. It has
2: a wider audience, and uh, we're happy to be here this morning. This is Bruce Borkovich on Big Rapids Buzz. My partner, Chris Long, won't be here today, be back soon. But today, We're talking with Casey Nemeth. I'm not going to steal too much of his thumber thunder, excuse me. But Casey's here, both as a law enforcement officer and leader in the community, and to talk about the business that he that he runs. So, Casey, give the. I mean, you've been around here a long time. Where are you from originally? I've never knew that.
3: Yeah, Gresham County. Gresher, okay,
2: Ithaca. so not too far away. Um, we're going to talk uh, about the business that you have, but first we'd like to know about your career, what you've done, and uh, and what you're currently doing.
3: When I graduated uh, Ithaca, I came up to Ferris, uh, the 90-91 area. Uh, once we got uh, through college, well, halfway through, I was found out that there was a uh, opening at the County Sheriff's Office, in the jail section. And being a CJ student, it was a perfect opportunity to work. And I actually worked my uh, whole senior year in the jail, went full time. Uh, waited for the roads position to come up. So since '95, I've been uh, was at the Sheriff's Office through uh, 2022. So for after. Twenty-seven years, I uh, retired. But my last fifteen was a detective sergeant, right there at the department. And uh, was retired for a year. Um, had a had a breakfast with the sheriff, who's uh, who's been my uh, my friend and uh, and uh, brother for thirty years uh, through college. Then uh, he just he advised me that uh, uh, Gary Green was going back to Ferris as their director something you're familiar with. And, uh, <laughs> uh, he offered me an opportunity to come back as the undersheriff, and it was something that I've, uh, I uh, really was excited about, and uh, we've been back at it for a few months and uh, enjoying it. You,
2: you know, Casey, you're a lot like me. You're an action junkie. You but, always have uh, been. Me too. It was really a big transition. I went from kicking doors down on a drug team to being a chief at Ferris, and that's a pretty big leap. It's a pretty big jump, and uh, it, it's tough uh, to go into a leadership administrative position. Um, it's tough to make that transition, but at the same time, uh, the action junkies, they're the ones who really learned it and know it and know what the guys and gals are going through, so its I think it's a pretty valuable history.
3: That and then uh, number one, you know, he's the sheriff, we call him number one, he's he's the same guy. So you've got a guy that's, uh, same thing, kicking indoors, chasing people down, and we still
2: we still get out there. I you know, get we're, it.
3: We're one of the, we're, uh, we get a chance, and Gary was the same way. We,
2: we Every chance we get, we get in that car. I, I, I get it. I think I drove my guys at Ferris Nuts sometimes because on bigger incidents, I was... I was there every football game or uh, whatever. I'm there in uniform, and I'm sure they were scratching their heads and wondering if I didn't have paperwork to do somewhere. But uh, that's the way it is. So, uh, so Casey, uh, career law enforcement uh, as a road patrol detective and uh, then um, as sheriff, we're here not to talk about your law enforcement career. We're here to talk about your business, uh, the Barreton Firearms Training Center. What is it? What am I talking about?
3: Well, back in two thousand and five, I took a job in Barrington. We had a we had a constable that passed away up there. He was uh, he was like an Andy Griffith, had his own Dodge Diplomat, and he did have a, uh, a fishing pole in the car. And uh, well, he had passed away. Joel was a great guy, and he was with our department, sheriff's office, as a constable in that area. Well, when he passed, the village council wondered what they would do for law enforcement. Uh, talked to them and they decided that uh, starting a police department up there would be something they wanted to do. So in 2005 I got with the state of Michigan and started the Barretton Police Department, which is still running up there with Chief Scott Morgan. And part of that program is uh, the state of Michigan has police departments that teach um, uh, CPL classes for civilians. So we became one of the 16 state uh, courses and through that, I had to come up with a training center so that we would have a business that they, the, the department could go through. And it's right located right in the and Conservation Club. Um, and we've been in business for the last 16 years now, teaching basically civilians the, uh, the criminal uh, the concealed pistol license courses along with some advanced courses. Yeah, we're
2: famous for acronyms. But CPL, the Concealed Pistol License. Uh, uh, I don't want to say, I, I, I hesitate to ever say because we have that privilege, and Michigan, no, it's a constitutional right. It's it's yes. <laughs> we don't have to worry about someone granting us a privilege. It's a constitutional right. And the thing most people call it a CCW, the yes. concealed
3: weapons license. That's the old and that's nomenclature. concealed weapons permit. Um, it's the CCW, but it's they changed it to a concealed pistol license, so it only applies to pistols. Yeah. no numchucks yep. and Chinese stars and all the other things. <laughs> it's, yeah, right.
2: Casey, a little bit about your qualifications. Why should someone assume or, or take this class and, and think that you're qualified to do this? Well, we've been in business for 16 years. My
3: my program goes back. In 2001, I became the County Sheriff's Office Fire Instructor. Locally, did that for the last 23 years. Um, in 2023, I actually got sent down to the state of Michigan, did the two-week firearms instructor program for the state of Michigan, which allows me to be the state instructor. And one thing that we've done, and for my qualification, is is we've changed it to the novice program. This is a safety class. People got to realize that when you come in, this is for the people that don't have their pistol yet, or they've been shooting for 25 years. We have the class that we take is just years. We've got over probably 100 years of instruction with six instructors, lots of time with those guys, and they've got the updated programs that uh, we, we can go from somebody that just hasn't bought a handgun yet
2: to somebody that's had one for, you know, 50 years. Right, right. So plenty of, of qualifications, and that's pretty important. Uh, it's, you know, especially if you're a police firearm training instructor, you're responsible for training uh, people at a pretty high level, uh, not only basic fundamentals and qualifications, but tactical-type training and ongoing and, and improved training. So it, it, it's a pretty good uh, pretty good foundation. Um, so briefly, tell us about your instructors. We know you've got a ton of experience. Uh, tell us briefly about your instructors.
3: Uh, I've worked with uh, one of our instructor, uh, instructors is Cal Charney. He's a retired Army Sergeant. Uh, he's been with my program. We taught together with the Police Corps back when wow. Ferris was... Wow. That's, a that's, a long time. that's a long time ago. <coughs> uh, he was their uh, drill sergeant and uh, he's been with our pistol program, developed our CPL 2 program. He's, he's our black gun kind of guy where... Uh, we've got your your CPL carries your smaller guns, your bigger guns, and he brings in that whole training setup of that. So we've been uh, doing those classes again for the last 16 together. I've got uh, I've got uh, Corey. He's also our R&D guy. He absolutely carries everything that's brand new. He's got to carry it, tell us how it chafes, how it wears, how everything. Yeah. I've got a logistics guy that keeps everything from pens to ammo uh, uh, updated, and those guys have all had years. Our our crew, our oldest or our newest person is probably
2: five years in. Everybody else is the full 16. It it sounds like a a real wide range, and one of the things I know from being a fireman instructor is that uh, um, getting the training, getting a gun is half the battle. If you don't know what to carry and how to carry it, going to not carry it and if you need it in an emergency it's uh, not very oh, yeah. helpful if it's at home in a safe or or something because many people get them get a certain type of holster certain type of carry and find out this is heavy this hurts this is awkward this is not secure could, if i wrestle with someone i could lose it so it sounds like you folks have some expertise beyond just this is this is what you need to do to hit a target you have some other expertise
3: that's yes, chris we, we have a uh Lakeside Armory, which is the next room over, it's part of our training center. We have an actual gun store at FFL, which is a federal firearms license. Uh, We sell everything from guns, ammo uh, to holsters and carry programs from purses to uh, in the pants, on the waist, ankle holsters. Um, Our big push when you come to our class is we want you to be comfortable because I want you to carry it everywhere. I want you to carry it in your house. I want you to carry it on the street. I want you to carry it everywhere you can carry it legally, but you have to be comfortable, comfortable with the way it carries, comfortable with the way it shoots, comfortable with how, how much it costs, how much the ammo costs. And if that's a 22 and you're accurate with it, then that's your gun. If it's a 44 Magnum, well then you're accurate and that's your gun. But it's comfort because I want it to be like their phone. I, I want them to be weird without it when they leave the house and they don't have it on them, they're going to feel different. And then, yeah. you know, I want it to be so comfortable that they're uncomfortable
2: without it. Yeah, yeah. There's an old saying that uh, a hit with a 22 is much better than a miss with a 44. That's correct. And uh, if you're carrying something you can't uh, be proficient with or you're not comfortable with, you're either not going to hit something or you're not going to carry it. So something very small caliber is better than nothing.
3: And then when you point uh, <clears throat> you point a gun at a bad guy, if a bad guy stops you on the street, pulls on a knife, says, give me all your money or I'll kill you, uh, you reach for your weapon. You point it at him. He's not going to stare at that and go, "Well, that's just a." No, he's going to take off and or go to the next person because he's looking for a soft target. Yeah, and uh, with
2: carrying that weapon, just presenting it alone makes you yeah. a much harder target. And we in a business know the the dynamics. If you ever have to face a gun, is that the barrel is this big, and I'm holding it the size of a dinner plate. It's always exaggerated how big the barrel is. You're 100% right. The bad guy's not going to say, that looks like a 22 caliber. It's probably only a 40-grain bullet going 1,200 feet per second. And uh, I have a heavy coat on. I don't think you're really going to hurt me. That doesn't happen. No, it doesn't happen.
3: And, and again, they don't want
2: to They don't want to work. You know, yeah.
3: they, they don't want to have a hard time stealing your money. They want to work, they'd
2: be working. <laughs> That's a good point. So Casey, uh, you know, it sounds, I know you're an advocate and you have two different roles. You have your professional role as the undersheriff and uh, former, you former know, road officer, and you have this personal business. But uh, talk a little bit about how y- your philosophy, because there's a, I know when I was the chief at Ferris, I would get people at the university. It's that uh, more gentle, you know, uh, uh, atmosphere who would ask me about uh, my opinion on the Second Amendment, concealed carry, and and I, I've always been a huge advocate. And there's a, a perception that police chiefs, police officers, but in particular chiefs, are like death on people carrying handguns. Um, uh, you know, concealed handgun. What? What? Tell us about your your position there.
3: In our class, when you're when you go through it, there's a video program that we run about um, carrying in in public, and one of the speakers on that video is. Uh, James Craig. He's uh, Chief Craig from Detroit. Craig, Love Chief Craig. Great, what a leader. Great <clears throat> guy. Got a little bit screwed on that government run. Now he's running for senator. Yes. See that name, mark that box. Yes. Uh, this guy, but he made a statement in that video, and he says that uh, criminals fear armed citizens more than they do the, poli- the police. And it's 100% true, yeah. because we're you know, you you and I are constrained by rules uh, a little bit differently. Than, more so than ever. Yes. <clears throat> more so than the yeah. public. Um and for them to, to to be carried, and it's a math game. People don't understand that no matter what, bad guys are going to have them. Yeah. They're going to have something because that's what they are. And I always tell people, if everybody carried, uh, our jobs would be easier because bad guys would just not wanna do anything because they're afraid that one of these 30 people that I wanna mug is carrying. It's a numbers game. I don't like math any more than you do, but we outnumber them. If we outnumber them, we win. And it's the only way to do it is to get armed, get trained, uh, get safe with it so that you are a much harder target and they will pick somebody else.
2: Absolutely. Um, You know, as the Michigan law developed, and I'm always careful to talk about privilege versus right. It's been our right. But as it developed, there was that concern, even from some police chiefs, that uh, uh, increasing the number of concealed weapons in the hands of citizens is going to lead to a drastic increase in violent crime, a drastic increase in overreaction and, and people getting involved where normally they may turn and walk away or try to de-escalate or whatever. That and and my experience, at least anecdotally, and I'm sure research would would uh, would back that up, is just the opposite happened. My experience has been that people who get a CPL are so um, hypersensitive to their behavior suddenly. They don't want to do anything to lose it because there are ways to lose it. Commit certain crimes, and if you're carrying it where you're not supposed to. And I have know lots of people who started drinking much less, who started uh, uh, following hunting and fishing laws uh, closer because some of those are misdemeanors. They, they really became um, really hypersensitive about their behavior because they didn't want to lose the ability to carry. Have you seen that? Uh, that and the, the fact that, I mean, the statistics show that in areas where there's people
3: with weapons, carrying concealed weapons, the crime rate is down. I mean, it, it shows that. If you were to take away, when you come to gun violence, if you took away the four large cities in America, we rank, like, number 28 in the world or something like that. So it's it's the false facts about how dangerous they are that when people actually get Trained, and that's the thing. You can't just go out and buy one. Well, you can, but but it's the training. It's like buying a car without taking driver's training. You're going to crash in the neighbor's mailbox. This training that you get gives you the respect of how they work, how to be safe with them. Uh, They are they're easy to work, easy to easy to uh, uh, go through all their safety steps with them. And once you have that, when you're carrying comfortably, you're going to make better decisions and be safer with them and that's where you're not going to have those issues
2: that, that The training have. is everything. We're going to talk later about ongoing training You know, the, I think the danger sometimes is that if I took the class now I'm Doc Holliday. Now I'm a Navy SEAL because I took a one day class and it's a wonderful class. We're going to talk about it but I've told people um, if you think because you've watched TV shows or taken the class that you're now uh, a gunfighter, you're kidding yourself. And taking the trigger or the slack out of a trigger on a human being is traumatic. It's a big deal, and you don't know how you're going to act until you know until it happens. In, in World War II, they discovered that uh, only about 15% of the soldiers uh, actually aimed their rifles at the enemy when they were shooting. Many of them pulled them up off the target because what were we all? raised with, thou shalt not kill. So you take all these farm boys, pull them off the farm, put them in into combat. And what they had done is spent all of their time shooting at bullseyes. I think uh, uh, Grossman, Lieutenant Colonel Grossman uh, uh, dug into this study, and eventually in military and law enforcement, they started to transition to human silhouette targets, and now in law enforcement, we use actual photographs of people because we're Unfortunately, you have to desensitize people where it's unnatural for a, a, a human to take another human life. It's, it's not instinctive and natural for some people it is, many people it isn't. So, uh, uh, you know, talk about that a little bit, about how important initial training is, but how important ongoing training is. When we l- separate ourselves at the end of the day, they,
3: they, it's, it's an eight-hour class, eight-and-a-half-hour class, so <coughs> everyone's... You know, super excited about what they're doing, and I and that's one of our things. We've got a, everything from we call it even commercial training. I tell them that get your weapon out and set it on the coffee table, no ammo around it. Start watching TV, and when the commercial comes on, go through your steps again and see how many times you can get through the five steps of the revolver, seven steps of the semi-automatic before the commercials get done. And that's just something to keep them keep their hands doing what's correct with the weapon, how to load it, unload it, check that it's safe, all those things. You can do all that without even having ammo in, in, in around it. Um, but the ongoing training for us is once you get confident with the safety portion of our first class, we go on to a tactical classes CPL uh, two, CPL three, CPL four. Uh, those started in about two thousand twelve. Back then, again, you remember that uh, if they were to take a better class, if a civilian could take a class with 100 rounds more with certain training from the state of Michigan, they would get that exempt box checked. It went all the way through to Governor Snyder, and then in 2012 he vetoed it. Uh, there was some school, uh, I won't get into the details of what he wanted to, to have done, but there was a school detail that he wanted to change and never got changed. But we, we were teaching them at the Barrett Police Department. We were teaching them, so... We decided to keep right on going, and we still teach two, three, and four
2: today. Um, <clears throat> Casey, this uh, we could talk for four hours on this. We're going to compress a lot uh, uh, into our, our next segment, uh, but we're going to take a break. We're talking with Casey Nemeth, a longtime law enforcement officer in the county, current undersheriff. Uh, We're going to continue the conversation after these messages from our local sponsors of the Big Rapids Buzz. You are listening to WBZX, Big Rapids on B1039. Life can be unpredictable. Disasters can strike when we least expect them. But don't worry, help is just a phone call away. Introducing 911 Restoration, your trusted experts in restoration services. They understand the importance of customer service during challenging times. 911 Restoration will put your worries at ease. From Everett to Grand Rapids, they're there for you. Call Joe, my friend, a local Big Rapids and Army veteran, at 231 287 6076 to experience
4: their customer friendly service today. That's right,
2: 231 287 6076. 6076.
4: Taking control of your own safety starts with getting your concealed pistol license from Barrettton Firearms Training Center. That's where you can sign up to get your training that you need to have to safely and legally carry a firearm in Michigan. There's one-day classes this month, January 27th and January 28th. You can sign up easily online at michigancpltraining.com or by calling 231-250-7257. They're beginning to fill up, so don't wait. Book your seat now for your concealed pistol license class. All training is taught from local officers who understand the law, answer questions, and take the time to teach you personal home defense, proficiency, and tactical advantages with a firearm. Ask about their store and personal shopping hours by appointment. MichiganCPLTraining.com at the Barretton Firearms Training Center. Look around. You don't want your office or business just clean. You want it purely clean. And Lisa and her team at Purely Clean Services is ready to help. Anything from a general sweep, vacuum dusting, to deep cleaning, including scrubbing hardwood floors and shampooing carpets, bathrooms, lunch spaces, wherever you want your space to be purely clean. Lisa loves to say she has a small business with a big impact, doing all the fun things that come with cleaning. Yeah, her words, not mine. But that's why you should let her bring her positive attitude to your business while she makes it purely clean. Call Lisa at two 231- 16606775 for locally owned and operated purely clean services.
1: Paris Creek Jewelry. Jewelry for free-spirited individuals seeking beauty, not perfection on their journey through life. It's time to take your gift giving to the next level and talk to Corey Rebo about your custom order for any special occasion. Even a Michigan governor bought earrings from Paris Creek Jewelry. Corey can take your ideas and turn them into handmade, one-of-a-kind pieces that makes your loved one feel beautiful and unique. Find Paris Creek Jewelry on Facebook, Instagram, and online at pariscreekjewelry.com.
0: 2023 may be behind us, but the folks at your local Baker Big Rapids dealerships want to put 2023 behind them as well. And that means below invoice pricing on all 23s left in stock. Now's the time to get the best deal on your brand new vehicle, but hurry in. They won't last long. But if you're looking to bring in the new year in style, nothing makes a statement like a 2024 Chevy Silverado 4x4 crew cab. Lease one now for just $498 a month with just $4,200 due at start. 10,000 miles per year with 36 months lease loyalty with an MSRP of $52,000. And all other rebates. Stock number C24138. Or lease a brand new 2023 Buick Envision Preferred all-wheel drive with an MSRP of 39940. Just 399 a month with 4300 to its start. Again, 10,000 miles per year and a 36-month lease with all qualified rebates. Stock number B23295. Your best deals happen now at your local Betten Baker Big Rapids dealerships, Betten Baker Chevy Buick GMC and across Northland Drive at Betten Baker Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Benton Baker, soon to be Baker Auto
5: Group. I'm Haley. Uh, my husband and I bought our home pretty much about two years ago. We are actually looking to downsize now. We had only used one realtor in years past, and we felt we wanted to use someone local rather than who we went with last time just because they have a little bit more experience in our local market. We used Sue Bean. Sue Bean is professional because she always makes sure to have her clients courtesy in the back of her mind. She always makes sure that, you know, you have at least 24 hours notice for a showing request. She makes sure that, you know, you are well aware of who these people are, where they're coming from, what their interest level is. So, you know, you're not wasting your time. I think a big thing for ours was they had to have pre-approval. So that was great because we are a busy family. We're home a lot. So having that Specific courtesy to give us the heads up in advance was really beneficial in our case. You can get a hold of Susan Bean at Big Rapids Realty by calling 231 580 9546 or online at BigRapidsRealty.com. Email her at SBEAN, S-B-E-A-N at BigRapidsRealty.com. Stop with us for a while.
4: While you might manage your carpet by vacuuming and steam cleaning or even hiring a professional, if your carpet used to stand tall but now appears matted, especially in high traffic areas, it's time to get Gilbert's. Gilbert's Carpets Plus Color Tile kicks off January 2024 with a special free pad offer with the purchase of any in-stock carpet. Have you seen their warehouse? It's packed with all kinds of carpets with different thickness and colors. You can walk around and touch any of them, even get advice from any of their local associates. Get started by stopping by Gilbert's Carpets Plus Color Tile on Northland Drive on the south end of town in Big Rapids. They're open 9 to 5.30 Monday through Friday and Saturday 9 till 1. Ask about their free pad offer going on till the end of January.
5: Gilbert's Carpets Plus Color Tile Stop and shop with us for a while
1: And Fluffy's reaction to your grooming and bathing leaves you thinking maybe that job is best left to the professionals. Bring them to the Pet Boutique in Big Rapids at their new location next to Big Rapids Lumber and Hardware on South 3rd Avenue. With three expert groomers on staff, your wait time is far less. Plus, if you need to be away from home, the Pet Boutique also offers that sometimes hard to find daycare and boarding for your pets. Plus, they bathe, shave, and do nails on cats and large-breed dogs. Deb is back, too, along with Katie and Lydia. Open Monday through Saturday, 8 to 5. Stay up to date on the Pet Boutique page on Facebook. Call for an appointment, 231-580-9387. The Pet Boutique in Big Rapids.
2: You are listening to WBZX, Big Rapids, on B1039, the Big Rapids Buzz. I'm Bruce Borkovich, and we have with us here today... Listen again next Monday at 8.30. that's me. It's Go
1: okay. Ahead. Do it over again? You're good. No, you're good.
2: Okay. Uh, we have with us uh, this morning uh, Casey Nemeth. Casey brings a world of experience in law enforcement to his Business as the Barreton, uh, uh, owner of Barreton Firearms Training Center. And Casey, we could, again, we could talk for four hours on this topic. We're going to race through things, but um, tell us about our new shooters, um, uh, women, because, you know, statistically we know that far more men shoot and do this type of thing than women. New shooters, women, people who are going to be anxious and maybe not. You know, feel uh, this is really for them. Uh, tell us about uh, uh, though the numbers of people you have, and what you do to make everyone feel welcome. Well, through the years, we've noticed a uptrend, uptick with females
3: taking the class, and the reason for that. And and I push it every class is uh, statistically, um, you know, bad guys pick <clears throat> females more than they do males to be a victim. So this class is uh, 100% based around protecting. Victims or trying to be a le- trying to be a harder target. So what we've done is we tell people that do not do you not know, buy a gun before you take our class. Don't don't uh, get the you know you buy your uncle's hand me down or the one that was given to you by. And sometimes, and I don't want to sound, but sometimes husbands will buy a gun for a female or their wife or girlfriend, and it's something that they kind of like. Uh, it works for me. It should work for her. Absolutely. And it, does, and it doesn't quite fit her hand. So what we do is we're like a custom shop. When you come in, you get a sheet of paper that's got all the listed 80 training guns that we have. And the store is right next door. So that you can, you've can. you got 80-some training guns. You've got 100-some for sale guns. And we take that sheet of paper and we basically get guns in the, in the female's hands or, or anybody's hands. And we go from one size to the next, and either it's a revolver or a semi-automatic. We've got every size and shape, different safeties. If they have a safety or don't have a safety, if they've got uh, the slide releases, we've got hammers and no hammers. We've got, basically it's like car shopping. If you want a certain car, then with all the bells and whistles, we've got them. And if you want something that's gonna fit in your garage, we've got that too. So it's a custom uh, fitting, for anybody taking the class, and I think that's for, for females. They generally uh, they like that smaller grip because they want to hide it in a different spot, or they want, you know, for me, I said, well, get a couple of them. Get a, get a range gun that, that's nice and large, and you can have fun, and you can have the other one that fits where, where you can hide it. Yeah. Uh, but that's one thing for ours, and like we are the all-inclusive course that's just you show up with a photo ID, and we take care of everything.
2: That, that is is so important, and I'll, I'll tell the listeners, my wife took this class. Now, my wife is not a hunter. She's not a shooter. She's always been very supportive. She's a constitutionalist. She believes in the right. It's just nothing she ever chose to do, and and I encouraged her to take the class. And uh, I sat in on it for a while, and you may not realize this, that you were even doing it, or maybe it's very scientifically researched, but you told the people coming in to take the class and I'm, I'm a former, as I mentioned I'm a former educator, I was a teacher that's what I went, I taught it in uh, middle elementary school middle school, high school and at in college and uh, you told everyone in there and you could see there's apprehension and nervousness especially from some of the females and you looked at them and told them every one of you is going to pass this class now there may not be a more important, if there are any teachers or educators out there Uh, who need a tune-up or are getting into education, there may not be anything as important as making people believe that they're going to be successful in learning. And when you did that, I sat back, and the teacher in me was like, oh, my gosh, Casey, do you realize how powerful that is? Because people are apprehensive, they're scared, they're nervous. They don't want to fail in front of their peers. Women certainly don't want to come in who have never shot before and have, you know, Guys, see, they failed, and uh, I don't know if you remember doing that, but it was was brilliant, and you could almost see, like, shoulder sag, and people like, oh, yeah, this is is good. My wife could be your biggest uh, uh, fan uh, for advertising this class, and there's another young lady here who could probably uh, also make that commercial, Jen.
1: I can, and I can tell you that he said it in my class, too. He said you're gonna pass. And you know, I'm thinking, oh boy. And I've got a lot of friends who shoot and they carry, and and I'm like, okay, I've never done this. I wanna do this, but I don't know anything about it. And I was thinking, okay, this this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. He and and they take the time. Like there I think we went around the table once and we were, you know, disarming the, the, the pistol. You were showing us, okay, rock and roll, use your rock and roll hand. And I think one of them jammed on me, and I was like, "Oh God, now what? Now what?" And they walked right over. It was Cam. We walked right over. He's like, "No, no, do, work do, 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 it. Do, watch work this, it. <laughs> and and do it again. Do it again." And yeah, I love the fact that they just like practice, practice, practice. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Feel comfortable, and that's what I loved about it so much.
2: Yeah, it has now, to become muscle I memory. Take,
1: I want to take a technical. You you, class. you,
2: you really I, I should. Do. I'm I. Can't overemphasize this for the CPL holders out there. If you've just had the basic class, please, please, please sign up for the advanced classes. It's ongoing uh, uh, learning. But it's so important because I'm sure Casey will agree, because you take the eight-hour introductory class and get your license, it doesn't mean you're a gunfighter. And uh, so much of this, and we know in law enforcement, we, we, uh, Jen, you talk about that gun malfunctioning. In police training, we set that up. We set up. Intentional malfunctions because under stress you're going to revert to training, and we want our officers to so quickly, without thinking, go through the tap, rack, bang, whatever it is. Not oh my goodness, this happened. I got to remember what to do because a bad guy might be shooting at you. So uh, it's I, I, I can't. I don't get anything from Casey. I'm not working on commission here, but I'm telling you, uh, you owe it to yourself, to your family, and to the public to take the ongoing training. So. Um, so someone doesn't have to show up with a gun. No, ours is the all-inclusive, uh, we always say that, it's
3: uh, it's photo ID only. If you have a photo ID uh, and you're 18 years old, you got to be 21 to take the class, but the certificate you get for training is good for five years. So if you have a child, my child took uh, my youngest took it at uh, eighteen, and she took it again at twenty-one. Um, but she took it because a lot of times people take it when they're twenty, just so they when they turn mm-hmm. twenty, when they turn it in. So all you need is your photo ID, and we have everything. The coffee it starts with coffee and donuts in the morning. You've got uh, all the paperwork for the uh, for the for the course. You've got uh, your, your pizza and chips for lunch, all the guns, all the ammo, all the eyes protection, all the ear protection. You don't need to bring it. I always tell people you can bring whatever you want, but you don't need to bring anything. <laughs> and, uh, and I think that makes it much easier for people because the selection that we have, you can't just walk into any place and pick up 80 guns. We're the only place in Michigan that has this. Uh, we're the only place in the Midwest that has this opportunity where you can actually put your hands on those uh, and be trained by six instructors and and uh uh, like jen said we we have a female instructor there now she's been she's our she's been there four years she's our dual role uh, we actually have she's a doctor and she's uh she took the class and we uh uh, as soon as i found out what she was and i said hey i'd love to have you on scene uh not some you know if you could come and and be a medic or a medical on our scene and then she took rick she loved the class she she goes how about a you know how about and I learned some more about the pistols? I'll send you right through, and we put her through, and, and now she's one of our instructors. And it's good to have that female, uh, male, both. It's like, uh, and I always say, it's like having the lead singers. If you got a, a female and a male lead singer of the band, you can sing anything. Absolutely, you know, and that's the way with with us. We can
2: we we're able to train anybody. Half yeah. of there in my experience as a trainer as a fire instructor is uh, there's no inherent advantages of being a male uh, shooting a handgun as far as proficiency and accuracy it's it's whoever puts the time and training in and uh, I've trained some of our female officers that were excellent shots some weren't and the ones that weren't tended not to like to shoot and weren't putting effort in but there's no inherent Gender advantage uh, to being proficient with a handgun. If you notice that, I love
3: it when uh, we get a lot of couples. It's a great couples gift. If you were thinking about what what have we done a hundred times over, we'll get, grab it, go online, grab a gift card, come, take the class together with us. But I love it because probably 8 percent of the time, the females shoot, <laughs> shoot better than the males. It's awesome, and I love rubbing T- it in. I tell mean, them
2: why. It, it's because I'm sure we have this. Probably have the same
3: you've got gentlemen that have been shooting a certain way for so long they have they have acquired some habits bad habits yes <laughs> I'll say that bad habits and usually the person that doesn't know much about the handgun when she's gonna learn or he's gonna learn uh right off the bat the easiest and the best way to do it and they don't have any any flaws yet so hundred percent yep and, yeah and they usually shoot and I love that i I like everybody shooting well of course yeah but it's always nice to have uh, people that didn't think when they came in that I was going to be able to do this, and they go from frown in the morning to just elated in the afternoon. Absolutely, you get that so
2: much. Uh, it's so much easier to train a new skill than to untrain a bad habit. Bad habits that are brutal with handgun or with any firearm, uh, because you've, these, these guys, some of them have been shooting 20, 30, 40 years with bad habits. Right. And that's really hard to undo. We notice that with new police officers. Absolutely. A lot of the guys come in and have done a lot of, you know, they're enthusiastic. They've done a lot of practice shooting, and they have already have bad habits. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what happens at a class? Take us through people, you know. Well, first of all, let's back. How do they sign up? Let's start with that. How does a person sign up?
3: It's real easy for us. We've got two ways to get a hold of us. Uh, actually, three. You can uh, you can call us at the at the training center to, to, uh, over the phone. We actually uh, have a website of it's real simple. michigancpltraining.com. We're the number one Michigan uh, CPL provider in Michigan. So it's michigancpltraining.com. And you go in there, it gives a back history of everything that you're going to do. We go over, the whole class is in there. And then, uh, you, you know, there's the schedule is right there. And you hit book it now, and you you can do it online. You pay a deposit. And you get everything through email. And we just don't give you a date to come. You actually get video links to watch. You get a pre-book uh, that you're going to be able to look at to see what we're going to do that day. Uh, so you get a welcome packet right before you're coming in. So that takes a lot of the anxiety out of there, which, which uh, sometimes does occur with that. Uh, so once, once you sign up either by calling and we put you on the roster, um, you show up at the, uh, the training center. The class runs from 8 to 4.30. Uh, in the morning, you get checked in. We give all the paperwork out. Uh, we do an introduction of everybody there. We, and the first part of the class is all verbal, hands-on. The safety stuff that we show from in the morning, it's all, it's all what you're going to do. And then around uh, noon, uh, right after lunch, we do a hands-on. We're the only, we're basically one of the only courses that I call the arts and crafts, where you actually break up into tables. And everything you learned this morning about what to do and how to how to load, unload, how to transfer back and forth between two people, how to check and see if it's safe. All these simple five and seven steps. There's five steps to the revolver. And we actually make it a rhyme. So when you're doing it, you're doing a rhyme with it, and it's all in your memory. And the book that you get, which you end up taking home, I always tell in class, I made it like a big boy restaurant menu, a big pictures, lots of showing what your hands are doing, because I'm a visual learner, and I wanna see what I'm what I'm doing. Uh, so you get to take that book home. So once they're on the tables, as Jen was talking about, you get your own instructor at a table, and there's a few of you at a table, and, you, and you're gonna go over the five steps of the revolver, and the 7-step to the semi-automatic. If you're on those tables, that's that arts and crafts well before you go outside to do anything. you don't go outside, you're working with that plastic dummy ammo with those weapons long before you go outside. Well, you don't go out until you're ready to go outside. Um, And then when the... You go outside for the range portion, is only an hour, and we're the busiest in the snowstorms. We got a fire out there, and people still be, I think they have cabin fever, they'll come out. But we'll take half the class out there and do the range portion, the other half does the law section. And that's very important to know that uh, the difference between the Michigan uh, Castle Doctrine and the Stand Your Ground Law that changed back in 06. So you're going to learn the law of when you can and cannot use it in your home or on the street and then you're gonna be out in the range qualifying, and that's the most fun, we call that recess. That's when people get worried about how am I gonna shoot. We actually, that is so much fun. You get to shoot everything from a 22 to a 45 uh, and have so much fun. I've had people come back in, they turn their targets in, and they're just hooting and hollering because they were a little shaky, and they know nervous about going out, and they come in and they're just
2: grinning ear to ear. And, and, And I know throughout this, there's one overriding principle of safety. And you guys build that from the beginning of the class. There's nothing more important than learning how to safely handle th- that gun, whether you're picking it up to practice with it, cleaning it, unloading it, loading it, carrying it. Uh, safety is, I know you pound that into people. Yeah, 100%. That's, that's that's pretty important.
3: And then also at the once they come back in, we do the certificates. You get your certificates, then we go over exactly what you do with that, uh, how to take that to the county clerk's office, and turn it in. Do your application, and it's so much easier than it used to be. It's the process is a four-step process now. Yeah. And when you're
2: done, and it's, it, and we go right over that in class. And that, that helps a ton. Again, to remove that anxiety. This is a, I, I call it a cradle to the grave training process because my wife went through it. From the beginning, you can go in with zero knowledge of any of this, and at the end, you will have a basic proficiency, and you will know everything you need to do to become a licensed. Uh, concealed weapons uh, carrier. That's great. That's pretty important. Um, it, 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 so, talk again. You, you mentioned it once, but let's talk a little bit more about uh, the some of the advanced training. Okay, I've taken my class. I'm pretty comfortable. But this, I realize what a serious, solemn thing this is about protecting myself and my family, and the possibility of of taking a human life. So, so tell us about the other training that you offer.
3: Uh, what we did since. Uh back in 2008 when we started these, um, and then uh, it's CPL-2, 3, and 4 are the names of them. The first one is called Defensive Pistol, the second one is Advanced Pistol, and the last one is called uh, uh, Advanced tactical. The first one is very simple, CPL-2 is, is uh, uh, a single target, you're going to have four scenarios, or you know, you're going to shoot five scenarios, but four different targets. Uh, it's basically hands and feet work together. Uh, Everyone thinks that if somebody's got a knife or a gun on you you just draw and you just you're okay But you're behind the gun. You're the good guy So you're always reacting to the bad guys and we teach you how to where to stand I want you to talk to people shoulder to mouth and not stand in front of them in the in the zones And it's all on a clock we teach you to step to three o'clock and four o'clock So it's something you're already familiar with everyone knows the hands of a clock we teach you how to step how to come out of a chair how to go to one knee, how to shoot from off your back if you've been shoved down. And what's great about the program that we have in this, uh, uh, from the get-go in these tactical courses is you absolutely bring everything. I tell people, if you got four guns, bring them. And let's find out which one you mm-hmm. is good. Because you might think this yeah. one is your gun, yeah. your, your go-to, your everyday carry. And you're going to find out maybe through the class, this test and tune that we do, that's not the one that's the perfect one for you. Or the carry location. I, we've had... Uh, we had a lady come in and she had the spandex, uh, and I'm making reference to like a, a vest. But she had a hoster on each side and in her shorts, she had four different spots to put it. And she was able to test and put everywhere she wanted to to find out through this. And most ranges don't allow you to draw. That's they right. They don't let you to bring a hoster to yep. those. Yep. Uh, we closed the range down for this training center, and we're proud. We're the only uh, uh, sh- uh, police department that's doing. Um, civilian training for tactical classes and once you once you do the single target one uh, and it's a three-hour class they're fifty dollars uh once
2: you take that fifty dollars for a three-hour three-hour training for fifty
3: dollars yeah we're not in this that's
2: ridiculously cheap
3: i know it's it's we're really this is we are we get the most out of this is just having people walk yeah. away yeah. Be, being what i call a partner Being a partner to the law enforcement, being Mm -hmm. a partner to us, knowing Mm -hmm. that i got another person out Mm -hmm. there that's going to do good, or at least has the training to to succeed and and prevail in a gunfight. Not just survive a gunfight, but prevail. prevail. And uh, the CPL-3... You actually take the class, and it's two bad guys. Two targets sometimes are staggered in distance. We bring in a barricade, so now, and all of them are involving the verbal commands that you need to use yep. put the gun down, call 911. Uh, all those things are burned into you. As you take this class, you're learning the basics, so that's like you said before, these are muscle memory. <laughs> I'm going to step and draw at the same time. I'm gonna. All my movements are, are are coordinated, and it's really easy. I've got guys in their 80s taking this yeah. class, and they retake it. And yeah. and it's you'll even find out that once you take the class for fifty dollars, we offer them all six months of the year. Anytime you retake a class, it's half price. Yeah. I got guys wow. taking it for twenty five dollars.
2: Wow, they just keep coming back. I've got. Uh, well, you know, from a police perspective, mm-hmm. you're investing in your local county. You guys are our county law enforcement. And you're having an impact that people are doing it legally, right, safely. So there's a payoff, actually, for I can't, the I police can't department. Have enough,
3: I can't have enough of them out there. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Uh, and then there's, is that, did you go to the level four class? Then
3: uh, then once you, pay, once you successfully complete three... Uh, level four is a shoot house style uh-huh. where that's an invite only. You have to you have to accomplish the first two classes to get the invite to four, and four is a is a basically you turn from a, a location and there's going to be shoot and don't shoot targets, mm-hmm. in there. and uh, and we've done that and that is a lot of fun. Yeah. You know how those go. Even oh the boy! Yeah, got, I went through
2: raid MSP raid entries. <laughs> training <right laughs> live you've got live the, firehouses. You've got yeah.
3: Kids with uh, popsicles yep. targets getting blasted. Yep. I, mean, it's, I mean, right off the bat, everybody gets shot up. Yes, but it's, that's the
2: thing. It's it's something to learn. Like, wait a minute, let's slow yeah. down, and that's so it's a lot. Of fun. I remember post one of the police critical police shootings racially, you know, involved, and they had a very very vocal uh, local pastor. Was really beating up the police department. The police department very wisely invited them to that tactical shoot. Yes. yes. And the, they put the pastor through, and the pastor pulled his gun like uh, uh, Doc Holliday and killed the, the, the actor when he was not justified right. because he got scared that that person could have hurt him. Like he was way. He wasn't even close to being in a justified situation. Right, right. So that was uh, was an eye-opener. Also, Casey, I forgot the name of it, but you offer some type of ongoing protection, and I hope people are paying attention. This is huge because there's all the training and the trauma and everything of maybe having to use your gun. If you think it ends there... Goodness gracious! Your difficulties might just be beginning. Would you talk about?
3: That's correct. Any time that you use uh, your your weapon, or and what's great about this group that we're with, we're with Right to Bear. It's called Protect with Bear, but it's RTB, Right to Bear, Right to Bear Arms. They're a Second Amendment lawyer group. You're, it's a membership that you join through our through our training center. We've partnered with them, and the the core value of these guys is victims go to court. As almost the bad guy, you're you're looked to if you carry a gun, Bruce. You know that you're looking for trouble. Uh, they're gonna look up the, the they're gonna look up what you ever put on Facebook. Oh boy! You put, oh yeah! You put yeah, hell yeah! When somebody was shot breaking into a house, they're gonna look that up and dig that up and show that you are out there to cause trouble. And so when you deal with law enforcement. Uh, as, uh, as a victim, when, the, when sh- shots are fired or fists are thrown or, or bats are used, remember the police weren't there. All, they're collecting information. They're collecting evidence. He said, she said. And right off the bat, you're the one with a smoking gun. So they're going to take that gun. They're going to take that into evidence. They're going to take statements from everybody. And there's a high chance that you're going to get arrested. Uh, maybe not so much in this community, but it's not always in this community, that's right? And I don't want to get political, but if you're in the wrong, oh blue, please do! <laughs> if you're in the wrong <laughs> blue area, you're going to probably spend some time in jail. You're going to have to have protection, and, and that's not the time. You want to go? Can I get the phone book and call a lawyer? That's not it. That's you should be prepared ahead of time, and that's what this group does for us. Uh, you join this uh, the membership, they, they this uh, civil case criminal case unlimited lawyer unlimited civil they've got expert witnesses are covered Uh, there's a whole list of things that they do and they basically become your lawyer your retained lawyer in your pocket you get a card they tell you what to do they tell you they put a thing by your phone if when something happens what to say to 911. wow Uh, what to say to the police officer on the back of your card you're going to invoke your fourth fifth and sixth and people got to remember that Your right to remain silent is exactly what it is. It's a right. A right. It is your right. You earned it uh, and use it. Um, You can't win the game in the first quarter, but you sure can lose it. That's that's a great analogy. Uh, Just so, you you know, wait and speak with your lawyer. Be respectable and and say, hey, uh, I understand I need to make a statement, but I'm going to make a statement. When my lawyer, because they're on their way. As soon as you make that call, yep. right to bears on the man route. And these guys are specialists. This isn't the divorce lawyer that wants to do some criminal work. This is these guys do nothing but that. It's from losing your leaving your gun in the toilet and having somebody grab it, and you know, at the Walmart, and they'll cover you from there all the way to uh, an incident where you're pulling triggers. Yeah. So, um, and we all my staff have it. We 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 push it in our class because. I don't want you not to carry your gun because you're worried about what ifs. Well, I'm going here. I'm going there. What if I do this? What if the, I'm just not going to carry it? Now you're risking
2: your safety because you're worried about what might happen in court. Let
3: these guys worry
2: about what And if. how much a month?
3: So, uh, $13 a
2: month. So think about what we pay for our insurances, car insurance, home insurance, insurance on our four-wheeler and our boat and everything. Uh, you know, this is a really small insurance payment yeah. for something that could not only, um, you know, Beyond life and death, you're talking about your personal freedom. You're talking about if you do it wrong, say the wrong thing uh, or, or, or whatever, uh, you could end up in jail. And we're not, I don't ever want to uh, scare people from carrying, but um, you need to know, uh, you know, it sounds to me like from what I'm hearing from you, if I'm a, a citizen and I use my gun in a, a self-defense situation, there's two things I need to do. Uh, first thing I need to politely tell the police Politely, you don't need to be a jerk. That uh, I, I'm invoking my Fifth Amendment uh, right, and uh, and I'm uh, I'm going to be uh, retaining an attorney. You know, make that get that connection, and there's no easier way to do it for thirteen dollars a month. Is 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 cheap insurance?
3: Yeah, and you can actually do the yearly, which is even less. Yeah, and and, when, and it's just like cave it's prorated. So if you at any time don't want it or uh, it's no contract at all, involved. Yeah. so it's. <clears throat> It's uh, You can add, and, and, and you can go online or you can go on the phone, you can add certain protections for different states and all kinds of things. So it's
2: it's a great program. It goes hand-in-hand it goes hand with the license. Casey, uh, boy, it's been great having you here. After having you here, I realized we need to do part two because we could really delve into some tactical stuff in the what-ifs. What if someone is doing this? When I'm recreating, when I'm home, when my kids are here, when I'm there, there's so many things we could do that someone with your experience and knowledge could, uh, you know, could really help with. And uh, it, it's, it's really clear that, you know, you guys are making an investment in our community here. Absolutely. Uh, both as a trainer, but as a law enforcement officer. So uh, we appreciate you being here talking about the community. Uh, We have some community activity uh, going on. Uh, If you're interested in joining Rotary Club of Big Rapids, you can find them on Facebook at Rotary Club of Big Rapids or stop by the lower level of Artworks building on Tuesdays at noon. The first two lunches are on them. Nice. The Misiola Curry Comfort Home is looking for donations for their home. Check out their website, MisiolaCurryComfortHome.com For questions, call 231-287-2208. Also get registered for the Euchre Tournament, February 3rd. Registration deadline is February 1st online at maceiolacurrycomforthome.com. The Animal Rescue Coalition is a nonprofit, no-kill shelter. They always need donations of food and toys. They are Macosta County's only shelter. They also rehabilitate abused and neglected pets. Especially important this time of year with a brutal winter that we have uh, had happen Uh, So remember, adopt, don't shop, and any pet is a lifetime commitment, so take it seriously. Each animal they have, they all need a forever family. And finally, we would like to thank our sponsors, our wonderful sponsors of this show. Uh, If you enjoy the show, please try to remember that these folks are ponying up and being sponsored for the show. Uh, The Pet Boutique, Paris Creek Jewelry, Purely Clean Services... The Bariton Firearms Training Center, 911 Restoration, Gilbert's Carpets Plus Color Tile, Betton Baker of Big Rapids, and Sue Bean, my friend Sue, at Big Rapids Realty. This has been the Big Rapids Buzz.
1: And we want to say also when cl- when's classes, Casey? Tell us when or when do your classes start up, and how do they get registered?
3: Yep, you can contact us at 231-250-7257 right there at the training center uh, or go online at michigancpltraining.com uh, to get that schedule. Uh, we've got Sunday, January 28th still has spots this coming Sunday. Uh, We've also got uh, the next month, uh, Saturday's class, February 24th, and Sunday's class, February 25th, and then April 6th and 7th. All those have opening, but if you check the schedule, we have them scheduled all throughout the whole year. Awesome. Will you come back?
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Great. Bruce Borkovich and Chris Law, brought to you by
1: The Pet Boutique on South 3rd Avenue in Big Rapids Paris Creek Jewelry in Paris Gilbert's Carpets Plus Color Tile in South Big Rapids As well as Benton Baker of Big Rapids Purely Clean Services in Big Rapids Barriton Firearms and Training Center in Barriton 911 Restoration serving all of West Michigan, and Big Rapids Realty Susan Bean in Big Rapids.
0: Along with support from the community, Big Rapids Buds, a presentation of B1039. I'm
4: Newsnet meteorologist Colleen Melberg, and here's your B1039 forecast. On Monday, snow showers
1: mixing with sleet at times through our afternoon. Look for a high of 32 degrees. Those winds will be blustery, gusting up to 25 miles per hour. On Monday night, snow and sleet continues. Temperatures dropping down to 28 degrees. We'll continue to have more chances for wintry weather on Tuesday with new snow totals close to one inch.
4: I'm meteorologist Colleen Melberg for B1039, the Rapid 84. B1039. Well,
5: you know, I can't.